I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wrestling with history worldwide in the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. The voice of choice, Bruce Wirt, here without my co-host, Namar Wells. He's uh, not able to be with us today, but we got Vince McMahon becoming a sex trafficker, the 2024 WWE Royal Rumble, and WWE joins the Netflix family. Hit my music. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation, heard worldwide on VOCNation.com. The Insane Clown Posse. We can't thank all you guys enough. Whoop, whoop. We understand our audience, and we give them what, what we think they would want. We're about pleasing the fans. Road Warrior Hannibal. <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts. The wrestling has changed so much. Conan. Yo, this is k Dog. Yo, with Bowdy Bowdy and Rowdy Rowdy. Hall of Fame ring announcer, Howard Finkel. The brilliance was by... Bobby Heenan's middle name. Lex Luger. God's giving me a whole new perspective on wrestling and the fans. WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy Superfly. Right up, thanks for having me on your radio show from the Jersey Shore. The legendary Diamond Dallas. Bang! Voice of choice, Wrestling Nation. I put my name in, but again, we're just waiting for a phone call. You could be Moroccan, Algerian, Albanian, Greek. This is the best crowd I've ever seen in my entire life. I love cheesecake. I didn't know how to respond to his lunacy. Wow. Malcomania. And I don't think Hollywood's ready for Malcomania. But we'll wait still. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Your talk show here that I'm, what I'm doing here is the best one. Jimmy Hart. I've been lucky every day I get up and look in the mirror and pinch myself. The ninth wonder of the world. China. I told Vince, I said, yeah, I'm going to wrestle the guys. And that's how it started. X-Pac. We're wrestlers, and it's still a wrestling show. Mr. Scott Hall. Hey, yo, I want to rock the wrestling world again. OneWrestling.com, Bill After. If it wasn't for Hogan and Vince McMahon, sports entertainment would not be in existence. We have a bushwhacker in the house. G'day, mateys. It's bloody lovely being on your show. MVP. I came up with the MVP concept based on everything that's wrong with pro athletes today. BOC Nation heard worldwide. This right here is the future of wrestling. Keep that rolling for a little bit. Gotta love, gotta love the Ultimate Warrior. We talked about the importance of theme music. I love it. (laughs) Vince McMahon. Can you believe, can you believe the latest allegations against... WWE uh, Executive Chairman, TKO Vince McMahon. Kill the music, kill the music. Let's talk about this. Vince McMahon is in trouble again. 
Again, he's in trouble. And this time, it's uh, a woman that's accusing him of, of being a sex trafficker. That's the official allegations against Vince McMahon this time. Let's, uh, let's see. Her, her name is Janelle, Janelle Grant, former WWE employee, files the suit Thursday in federal district court in Connecticut. She's accusing Vince McMahon of uh, sex trafficking her to other WWE officials. Uh, Janelle Grant is categorized as the victim of physical and emotional abuse, sexual assault, and trafficking at WWE. Today's complaint seeks to hold accountable two WWE executives who sexually assaulted and trafficked the plaintiff's Janelle Grant, as well as the organization that facilitated returned a blind eye to the abuse and swept it under the rug. They later go on to say that when Linda McMahon became aware of this, uh, she essentially uh, caused a payout to happen. And they, they signed an NDA, and it was swept under the rug. And the two people that are named specifically are Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace. And these names continue to be mentioned in problematic ways. And I'm, I think this is a terrible situation, terrible situation for the WWE and Vince McMahon. I don't know how he survives this. And you have to take something like this extremely seriously. Because this is not the first allegation that's been levied against Vince McMahon. You've heard, uh, if, if anybody that's part of the wrestling community has heard plenty of stories, uh, some that people wouldn't attach their names to, about Vince McMahon and his sexual escapades and forcing people to do things that they're uncomfortable or not wanting to do. And anytime you have something like this, it's very, very serious and, and completely unacceptable. I don't know how, just from a reputation alone, that TKO would, would want to continue to do business with Vince McMahon. No matter how much of a pioneer he is, was, maybe always will be, connected with the professional wrestling business, sports entertainment... I just don't understand how you recover from another set of allegations and how many more are out there. How many more are just not talking because they've been presented with NDAs. This is something that is, uh, is just very, very concerning. And, you know, I, I've had the, uh, the, the fortune or misfortune, I, I say the fortune of being around the wrestling world for, uh, for a number of years, and uh, very actively from maybe 2009 to 2014. And I, uh, I've, I've got to talk to a lot of people, and there's a lot of stories that I've heard. First-hand accounts, second-hand accounts, and third-hand accounts of Vince McMahon being inappropriate, saying inappropriate things, doing inappropriate things, and I, I would... I would think that there's some validity to this story. Some validity to this story. That, that's my personal opinion. Now, do I know anything about Vince McMahon personally? Absolutely not. Do I know that people are telling me the truth? Absolutely not. Because we know that in this world, especially in the world of wrestling, there's a lot of stories that are, that are trumped up and made larger than life. But there's just too much here to overlook. 
this one for Vince McMahon. And he's, he's made a lot of legal maneuverings to get himself back in the fold, get back in the picture. But I think that Vince McMahon, if I were him, and I know there's a statement that, uh, I forget where I saw, maybe Fightful, uh, was given a statement and, and Vince's spokespeople said that he's going to fight this viciously. But again, if I'm Vince McMahon, and, and maybe he fights it because he, he doesn't want people to assume guilt. But if I'm Vince McMahon, I just walk away. And almost like before, where uh, kind of quietly, there's no, there's no uh, celebration, there's no you know, WWE-style send-away. It's just he's, he's gone and never heard from again. I think this is the time to do it. You've got a really good thing going on, lots of momentum with Triple H in charge. And I, I just don't know how you let this man and his very soiled name right now around your product if you're TKO, uh, WWE, uh, even the UFC. Do you want this guy anywhere near your brand? I think you got to kill it. You got to kill it. So that's uh, obviously one of the biggest stories happening uh, this week and right in, in, uh, in time for the Royal Rumble. You got the Royal Rumble 2024 happening as we record this episode this weekend. Uh, this episode will drop on the 26th of January. The Royal Rumble coming on the 27th, live from Tropicana Field, St. Petersburg, Florida. And I'm going to take just a 30-second break, and then we'll come back and talk about the 2024 WWE Royal Rumble. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know what? I lied. That was 30 seconds, but I want you to hear this from Conrad Thompson. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former WCW performer The Maestro, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Bruce Wirtz, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archived free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Have you ever experienced turbulence on a flight and wondered why? And you can see all the terrain around you. Uh, you've got no issue with visibility or anything? No, nah, everything's PG. Maybe you've sat on the tarmac for hours wondering why your plane isn't moving. Well, we're outside here. They're saying the ramp is closed. They won't let us park because of uh, Air Force One. 
Listen in on the conversations between pilots and air traffic controllers on the Air Traffic Out of Control podcast. Cybersecurity declaring an emergency. There's smoke in the cabin. I need to make a landing right now on 31 left. We have the most interesting, wild, and funny ATC recordings you will ever hear. Check out Air Traffic Out of Control wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Here we go. Get the business out of the way. WWE Royal Rumble coming up on Saturday, January the 27th, 2024, from Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida, in Tampa Bay, the, the, the Tampa Bay Rays Stadium. Obviously head by, headlined by the two Royal Rumble matches, the 30-man over-the-top uh, Royal Rumble match for a world championship at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia, and the women's Royal Rumble match, 30 women over the top for a championship match at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. You also got Roman Reigns uh, defending his WWE Undisputed Universal Championship against Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. And the other announced match is Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens. And as we're on this road to WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble will set up all kinds of interesting possibilities. And you have to wonder whether or not you'll see Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who, by the way, can now call himself without WWE's permission, The Rock, as he's uh, recording his uh, Hollywood movies, Will Dwayne The Rock Johnson, will The Rock be part of the Royal Rumble to set up his rumored WrestleMania match against Roman Reigns? And you see, that's so interesting to me because I've always maintained that, you know, The Rock certainly can make a ton of money in Hollywood, ton of money in endorsements, but he's, he's only not with the WWE because, well, obviously the injury factor, but because they won't pay him the same amount of money that he can make in Hollywood. And I have to think that with the money behind WWE right now and TKO and the $5 billion, billion dollar contract that they signed with Netflix, if you want Dwayne The Rock Johnson to be a regular part of your show, shows, you could do it. You have the money to pay this guy to be part of your shows. Now, I don't know. I'm not up on up to speed on Hollywood, what, what Hollywood movie stars make. I, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars a film. But is that something that the WWE could replicate if they want it? Could they pay him so much money per year to, uh, to get close I'm not sure. And honestly, if you did that, you'd probably have a very fractured locker room. But The Rock is one of the biggest stars of all time. He's got a seat now on the board of TKO. So if The, the Rock and WWE could come together on a financial arrangement, I'm interested to see how long The Rock could stay around and be part of the product. Now, there's so many people, I hear this all the time, they say, The Rock and Roman Reigns, you don't need the championship on the line to make that a spectacular 
match. You don't need that. You know, and I used to hear this back in the 80s all the time about, yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts didn't need the belt. He was an attraction on its own, on his own. The Undertaker didn't need a belt. He was an attraction on his own. So certainly The Rock doesn't need a belt. But I think adding that belt to that story of, you know, the, uh, the, the, I hate to call him the young lion because Roman Reigns is, is I think, in his 40s right now. But you have the, the old lion in the rock, uh, the, the younger lion in Roman Reigns, who's part of the same family, and they're fighting for this title. Not just the title of the head of the table in that, that uh, Samoan family, the, uh, the bloodline. You have the actual WWE Universal Undisputed Championship title. And to me, that is blockbuster. And if you can get The Rock to stay around and do this run for a year and put some of these movies off, I know that I'm pie in the sky, never going to happen. But I think that is gangbusters. And that, that is, it, going into this Netflix deal, if you want all eyes on WWE next year in 2025, put the title on The Rock. Have Roman Reigns chase The Rock around with the title and pay him, hey, uh, the baseball players, basketball players, maybe not hockey, football players, they make uh, three-figure millions of dollars. They make hundreds of millions of dollars to do business, why couldn't you do a nine-figure deal with The Rock to be a regular performer? He only has to do a few dates a year, but he could be in that title chase, and that would be amazing business as you're trying to set up the future of the business, the future of television, honestly, with the, the NFL and now WWE going to streaming. The Rock as your headline star I think puts WWE in, a, in an amazing position. So I know that it's not likely for that to be a title match and something will happen in this match at the Royal Rumble, but I think there's so many reasons to make that a title match. So keep your eye on that. I think it's still, it's still out there. Until, until it doesn't happen, I think that The Rock and Roman Reigns could be the championship match at WrestleMania. Do you have The Rock as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble? Can you imagine that stadium in St. Petersburg coming unglued if you see, if you hear The Rock's music as, uh, as he makes a triumphant entrance into the Royal Rumble? Could you also, we've heard rumors that Steve Austin could be in line for another match. You know, quiet rumors. But can you imagine if you get some of those unbelievable theme musics uh, coming down the aisle in the Royal Rumble uh, on this Saturday in St. Petersburg. You saw on, on Raw celebrating the anniversary of his uh, 40th, uh, for the, the, is it the 40th anniversary of his title win, 40, for 41st? But Hulk Hogan teased that maybe he had one more match left in him. I don't know if he'd even make it down the aisle. But would be fun if... Uh, you know, Hulk Hogan's music hit Real American, and then maybe you get Jimmy Hart wheelchair, <laughs> wheeling him down the aisle in a wheelchair. I don't know. There's a lot of fun stuff that could happen at the Royal Rumble. I say, and this is not, you know, this show, I don't have the analysis that, you know, Bill Apter or, uh, or Dave LaGreca or Bully Ray might have. But I'm just saying to have some fun. 
look out for maybe a surprise entrance of The Rock, of, uh, of Hulk Hogan in some way, shape, or form this Saturday at the Royal Rumble. So you also have, as part of the Rumble, Cody Rhodes, CM Punk. We expect that both of those guys will have some type of altercation to set up a match at WrestleMania. You know, they had that face-off on this past Monday's Raw, and I thought it was entertaining. You know, I'm not a big fan of the scripted, uh, you know, (laughs) stuff anymore. You know, I I like the old-school promos. This is wrestling with history. But I... uh, I think that there was some fun going on in the ring. I think those two guys together could make magic happen in the ring. I'm not in love with with uh, going down that road. I was hoping. I mean, there seems to be legit heat between CM Punk and Seth Rollins, and maybe that's why that's why it's not happening. But I I was hoping for Punk and Seth Rollins as as the match. I'm not sure what what's going to happen with Seth Rollins. He's going to try to go with that knee injury, but. We'll see what happens. And, and that could also be something that happens at the Royal Rumble. Maybe whoever wins the Royal Rumble, I guess they're talking about Gunther as the, uh, the person that's going to have that championship match with, with Seth Rollins. And, and I think he'd, he'd be a tremendous option uh, to run with the belt. But it's going to be a very, very interesting scenario as we go to WrestleMania. And I also wonder if the Rollins injury is a work to try to show how dedicated and, and how, much, how much he cares about wrestling. I mean, that could be the whole storyline with him and CM Punk is Seth Rollins is this intensely dedicated performer who cares so much about the business and about the fans. And CM Punk's the guy that walked away. So we'll see what happens there. Nakamura's scheduled for the Rumble. Bobby Lashley's scheduled for the Rumble. Drew McIntyre, who's had a resurgence lately, still losing a lot, but has had a resurgence lately. Kofi Kingston, Damian Priest. It will be a very interesting Royal Rumble as we set up towards maybe the biggest WrestleMania of all time. So uh, let's keep our eye on that. I, I have to mention, because it's wrestling with history, of course, that uh, the first Royal Rumble happened on uh, in January of 1988, won, of course, by Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And I, I often wonder how much Hacksaw Jim Duggan, how much of a career could Hacksaw Jim Duggan have had if he didn't get caught back in the uh, kayfabe days uh, driving in that car with the Iron Sheik? Because I look back at Duggan, and he was one of the most over-performers of all time. If you think about fan interaction... And the guy had no theme music for, for a lot of his career. He got one of the biggest pops of the night, no matter when he came out. He always got the fans to do the whole chant USA. I think that Jim Duggan could have had a, a major run with one of the belts, if not the big belt, back in the day uh, in, uh, in the WWF, WWE. But we'll never know. We'll never know because they got caught with cocaine and marijuana with the Iron Sheik. Let's take another one of those 30-second breaks. All right, WWE Championship match at the Royal Rumble for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, LA Knight. I got to say this. Randy Orton celebrated as he came back to action after being out of for a year. And I think going away for a year and coming back was uh, was very good for Randy Orton. But to me, Randy Orton is not, I mean, he's a great player. He's a great part player in this 
machine that the WWE is. But I, I, see, I hear people talking about Randy like he can carry the ball and, and be a big... He is a top star. I, I mean, I'm going to get myself in trouble. But the biggest, uh, among the biggest stars, like Randy Orton to me is not a guy, and it's because of the way they've used him over the years, but he's not a guy like Roman Reigns or like the rocker Steve Austin were. And I, I don't know if they're going to use him to transition the belt away from Roman Reigns so that you can have a match with Orton and, and Styles or, or L.A. Knight at WrestleMania. But I, I don't think that Randy Orton can be anything more than a transitional champion. And it's just because of, I mean, you've had years and years and years of him not being in that role. And, and he certainly can get over. He's pretty good on the mic. But he's never been what I would call dominant. He just hasn't. And he's, uh, he's kind of up and down on the card. And he's, he's, not, he's never really been fixed at the top of the card. He had that silly run with uh, the guy with the skateboard, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not, until recently, I, I took a break from modern wrestling. It just wasn't my thing. But Randy Orton, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Matt Riddle. Uh, Randy Orton, to me, is not the guy that could carry the belt. So I could see them transitioning the belt to him, maybe even L.A. Knight. I know that there's all this love around L.A. Knight, but I view that as nothing more than what you had with Brian Danielson, with Kofi Kingston for a little while. I don't think that L.A. Knight, and again, he, this guy is 40 years old. It's not like he's a young up-and-coming star. He's not Austin Theory or somebody like that. L.A. Knight is not the guy to end Roman Reigns' championship run. I don't care what anybody tells me. He's just not the guy. So we'll see what happens in that match. If, if, I'm, putting my, if I'm putting my money on it, uh, I'm not going to do it because I think there's too many possibilities. If I were booking, I'd, again, take Roman Reigns into WrestleMania with that title for a championship match against The Rock. All right, finally on Wrestling With History, I want to talk about the WWE's move to Netflix coming in 2025. And to me, this is a landscape-changing move, not just for wrestling, but for television. There's so many wrestling fans who keep cable TV, regular, linear, as they're calling it, cable TV, because of WWE Monday Night Raw, and maybe AEW as well. And I think the transition to Netflix is a very interesting one, because not only will people probably leave cable even more so in droves than they are today but you could end up with something where I mean to me the live Monday night wrestling or live Friday night wrestling is so important because in this day and age if it's not live and you already know what's happened there's no real reason to watch it I mean I guess if you're if you're a super fan you want to watch anything but the element of surprise for me has always been something and that's when the Monday night wars were thriving I think that happened because so many people just wanted to see what was going to happen Vince Russo called it crash TV. You know, there was one segment after another, and it was in your face. And I think that the element of surprise is something that will always be important for 
ratings for live TV. Now, the WWE is going to get their money from Netflix. You know, it's not going to be about ratings anymore. It's not going to be about subscribers because that's not the only reason that people are subscribing to Netflix for sure. I think it's a big reason why people did subscribe to Peacock. So I'm, I'm interested to see how this move will work out. I do think that you will find something to take the WWE's place on USA on Monday nights. It might be SmackDown if, if Netflix is going to run Raw on a different night, which, again, they're not advertising it as Monday Night Raw in the press release. So you could have Raw on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It could be dropped in different days. I mean, I, I don't know. Netflix hasn't done anything streaming, any, any live streaming content, so it remains to be seen. Uh, I don't think USA will try to compete against WWE because they're still doing business together. They'll have SmackDown. But you could very well have SmackDown come to Monday nights for USA's sake, and maybe there's a deal to be done there. And Raw goes to a different night because, again, with Netflix, it might not matter. I've heard, and I think it was Bully Ray or Dave LaGreca said this on Busted Open. I've heard people say, you know, would... Would a wrestling fan that doesn't want to pay for streaming, if AEW was the choice on Monday night, if they tune in and watch AEW instead? And here's the thing, and I'll get myself in trouble with a lot of you for saying this. I think AEW should be more worried about having engaging stories that people want to watch. Because I, I was so excited. If you listen to this show when I did it with Ken Resnick four years ago, we talked a lot about AEW and the excitement about something new, something different, because WWE was stale and corny. And what AEW has become is just, I mean, I don't want to say unwatchable because there's some good talent there, but the stories are tired and it's really just about these matches. And like Tony Khan is in love with the Japanese style of wrestling and that's okay. I mean, everybody has their own preferences. To me, wrestling is about stories. It's not about just having a great match with somebody. It's got to mean something. And you could set somebody up to ha and have a great match, but if there's no real story to be had, if it's just a match for the sake of having a match, how many, that's why the ratings are, are tumbling for AEW. Maybe not tumbling, but they're stale, but audiences are tumbling. I mean, you're they're struggling to draw a couple thousand people for some of their their TV tapings. And that should be concerning. And I don't know when Tony Khan will will get get it, you know, get the picture. Uh, but I I just have a fear that he's he's not going to change. He hasn't changed so far. He will not he'll acquiesce to the the people that he uh, he brought that he brought to the dance or brought him to the dance the young the young bucks and Kenny Omega who were married to that yeah you know, just spot fest style of wrestling so yes the AEW could try to seize the moment and jump in on Monday nights but I think once a WWE fan goes and watches the product they put out I'm not sure that they're going to stay around I think it could give them a lift for a little while. But if, unless they start really getting some engaging stories, and some of you might challenge me, you can challenge me at WWHVOC on X on Twitter. Challenge me. Tell me why I'm wrong. 
But I don't believe that a WWE fan will stay around and watch AEW week after week after week. If you agreed with what I said, drop me a note again on X at WWHVOC. Leave us a five-star rating, comments or reviews on Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play. We really appreciate that. If you agree or you disagree, but you generally like the entertainment that Namar and I bring to you each and every week here on Wrestling With History. Again, I hope that you enjoy the WWE Royal Rumble coming up on uh, on the weekend on January 27th drop us a note and let us know if uh, if you think that Roman Reigns will continue to hold that title so we'll see what happens on Saturday will Roman Reigns continue to hold that title going into WrestleMania WWH VOC on X leave us your reviews we appreciate everything we've had a great time the last couple of weeks coming back to VOC Nation uh, we are the most popular show on VOC Nation once again. I want to get to the heights that I reached back in the early 2010s, where we had over 100,000 people week after week after week on, uh, on VOC Nation. So I'm all in to bring you the best content that we possibly can. Entertaining insight on professional wrestling. And hopefully we'll find a way to interact with you uh, before, before long. Before long, so we're working on some things. All right, thanks again. My name's Bruce Wirt, the voice of choice, and we'll talk to you next time on Wrestling With History Worldwide in the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Hit my music one more time. i just like to hear it. American Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Heard worldwide on VOCNation.com. The Insane Clown Posse. We can't thank all you guys enough. Whoop, whoop. We understand our audience, and we give them what, what we think they would want. We're about pleasing the fans. Road Warrior Hannibal. Jake the Snake Roberts. The wrestling has changed so much. Conan. Yo, this is K-Dog. Yo, with Bowdy Bowdy and Rowdy Rowdy. Hall of Fame ring announcer Howard Finkel. The brilliance was Bobby Heenan's middle name. Lex Luger. God's giving me a whole new perspective on wrestling and the fans. WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy Superfly. Right up, thanks for having me on your radio show from the Jersey Shore. The legendary Diamond Dallas. Bang! Voice of choice, Wrestling Nation. I put my name in, but again, we're just waiting for a phone call. You could be Moroccan. Algerian, Albanian, Greek. This is the best crowd I've ever seen in my entire life. I love cheesecake. I didn't know how to respond to his lunacy. Uh, Malcomania. And I don't think Hollywood's ready for Malcomania. Bubble White Stew. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Your talk show here that I'm, I'm doing here is the best one. Jimmy Hart. I've been lucky every day I get up and look in the mirror and pinch myself. The ninth wonder of the world. China. I told Vince, I said, yeah, I'm going to wrestle the guys. And that's how it started. X-Pac. We're wrestlers, and it's still a wrestling show. Mr. Scott Hall. Hey, yo, I want to rock the wrestling world again. OneWrestling.com, Bill After. If it wasn't for Hogan and Vince McMahon, sports entertainment would not be in existence. We have a bushwhacker in the house. G'day, mateys. It's bloody lovely being on your show. MVP. I came up with the MVP concept based on everything that's wrong with pro athletes today. BOC Nation heard worldwide. This right here is the future of wrestling.